Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All righty, peoples, here we go. We have got ourselves another work from home on this. What is it? Uh, it's Tuesday, right? You see, you somehow lose track of them a little bit uh, if you don't ever leave home. But anyway, yes, Tuesday afternoon across the SEN network. I hope you're having a great start to your afternoon. Uh, and remember, we've got to do a shout out to all the afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. However, you were listening, SEN welcomes you. To what we like to describe here is our very broad house of worship. Uh, now, you're listening across the 1170 AM SEN network in Sydney, SEN app anywhere, anytime. We'll head up to Brisbane after the next hour. We're doing it all thanks to SBS Fence, portable toilet and temporary fence hire in Sydney. Make sure you check out sbsfence.com.au. For the open line number, you know it by now. Put it in your phone, one 1170 and the text sign, 0457 736 736. Best caller slash text message today. We've got the $100 cash, all thanks to Tristan and the team up there at Top Sport. And we've got the Who, the Who Am I is back. Yes, the Who Am I is back in your chance to win the Signet Boost Power Bank. Surely it's not going to be as easy as the one yesterday. I'm sure that won't be the case. Uh, remember, the Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, earbuds, and anything else socky powered 24-7. We've got a big show coming up, dare I say. It's absolutely massive. So Jaleesa App's coming up very shortly with all the latest. She's from Channel 7. We'll have a sports update from Coach K. Uh, we're going to speak to NRLW star Taryn Aiken. She's just re-signed with the Roosters a couple of years. You're not going to believe where Taryn is. Taryn's in Bali on an end-of-season trip, and she's taken time out from her busy holiday schedule to have a chat with us. So we are appreciative of that uh, great professionalism shown by Taryn there. Uh, we're going to do Afternoons Amplified, and we've got a special guest with a Sheffield Shield slash cricket update today. So we are looking forward to that. The 2 o'clock flock is on. Your chance to win that $100 cash. Daniel Garb will give us all the latest in the world of football. Some bad news for the Matildas. We'll get to that shortly. The Who Am I, as I mentioned, yeah, uh, that's all there. And we'll be releasing our talk topic very shortly as well. So let's get into it. Let's start with some cricket here. So Usman Kawaja, he's weighed in on this David Warner situation. Is it even a situation? Like he's going to get picked for the test matches against Pakistan, right? I don't think there's any issue of that. Um, but I love I love what Usman said here, of course, uh, and that is I don't know who they'll pick. It's the selector's call. I'm not a selector. But then he goes to point out some things that I think we all must keep 
in focus, right? David Warner has averaged 45 to 50 with a strike rate of 74 opening the batting, like in the history of Test cricket. That is phenomenal. You know how Matthew Hayden, how Haydos used to really get things going, move the game along, uh, averaged over 50 in Test cricket. He batted at a strike rate of 60 in Test cricket. David Warner's at 74. Do you realise as a player just how much pressure that relieves on whoever's batting with David Warner? I don't need to score runs. I can take my time because the bloke at the other end is scoring runs. So, of course, David Warner will be selected for that. They're also saying that, oh, Usman Kawaja is a series-by-series proposition. Well, I'm having him in this series, and guess what? I'm going to pick him in the next one as well, not least because there's no David Warner. Last series that he played in, Uzi, 496 runs in total, which was the highest for either team. That was in the Ashes. So I think Uzi's pretty safe on that one. So, um, yeah, if there's any sort of conjecture about whether David Warner is going to get selected for these test matches coming up against Pakistan, ease your concern. He'll be there. He'll be no no problem with that. Uh, we've got a Sheffield Shield game going on around the country, but certainly one at the SCG. So we're just, oh, dear, dear, oh, dear. See, I look away for a little while, and it all changes quite dramatically. Tasmania won the toss they elected to field. Now, after 20 overs, New South Wales, New South Wales are three for 33. <sighs> anyway, uh, it was only we could play Western Australia at the SCG every week. Uh, so Blake Nicotaris gone for seven. Ryan Hackney gone for five. Sam Constas, first first-class game. Congratulations. He's 18 years of age. He's batting three for the Premier State, Province or County in the history of cricket. Uh, he's batting three at, at 18 years of age. He's been dismissed for 10. So Jason Sanger, not out six. Moses Enrique is batting five. He is not out two. So tough going for the New South Wales Blues side. I'd imagine if the conditions are anything like we've got out here at Cordor, they're a little bit overcast and conducive to bowling. So let's see how that all plays out. But I had a bit of a look at this. Blake Nicotaris, 23 years of age. He's played his now ninth first-class game, averaging 22. Ryan Hackney, 24 years of age, played his 10th game, 22.9. Sam Constance, 18 years of age, he's on debut. Huge reputation. Jason Sanger, 24 years of age. He's played 38 first-class games. He's averaging 28. They're the top four. So you've got a 23-year-old, 24-year-old, 18-year-old, and a 24-year-old. Get some experience in there. Well, the experience is batting at five. Moses Enrique is 36 years of age, 123 first-class games. He's averaging 35. Ollie Davies, he'll be down at six. We spoke to him yesterday, uh, six. So anyway, it's New South Wales cricket for you. Right. You know how New South Wales cricket was described to me yesterday? I thought it was a great saying. I don't know how accurate it is, but... Certainly sounds is they're a golf club with a cricket problem. New South Wales cricket. They're a golf club with a cricket problem. Think about that. Talk about problems. Let's go to netball now. Netball Australia. So Liz Ellis, legendary player, balanced in her reporting on what she thinks is best for the game that she loves. So she's now turned from disappointment to anger on the back of she got an invite to her own award. It's the Liz Ellis Diamond that you get presented, right? Oh, geez, who'd we forget to invite? 
Oh, Liz. We forgot to invite Liz. So she got her invitation on the day that RSVPs had to be in. Couldn't change her schedule. So Anne Sargent presented on her behalf. Now we learn, and this by an Instagram post from Liz Ellis, that the Diamonds players who didn't want to attend the event, remember, they haven't been paid in eight weeks. They, they wanted to go out in support of their Suncorp netball, uh, their fellow players. They wanted to support their, the other players. Not unreasonable, I wouldn't have thought. They got legal demands to make sure you turned up. So how are you going, Netball Australia? I, I talked to uh, Paige Hadley at the St. Gregory's function. We heard from her. She said, yeah, we haven't been paid in six weeks. And I'm like, that is ridiculous in this day and age when we've just had the Melbourne Football Club, and I know it's a different sport, and I know the revenues of the AFL are completely different, but the Melbourne Football Club, AFLW and AFL teams have shared in prize money of $1 million because they won the club championship. And now they're going to share half of that with all the players. It's extraordinary. Netball is so popular in this country. We are clearly the best in the world. And yet they can't sort it out. That is a, It's a real shame. It is a real shame. But anyway, Liz Ellis has had her say on that. As I say, very balanced in the way she reports on the game. Uh, and it feels like it's in a whole heap of trouble. Let's go to Rugby League. Ronnie Coote, back page of the Daily Telegraph. I would love to be an immortal. Now, you have to read the whole quote because otherwise it looks like, oh, Ronnie's canvassing. He's, he's out there canvassing to be an immortal. I'd love to be an immortal. But I've been here before, so I won't get too excited until it happens. I was disappointed to miss out. So they're having another committee that's looking at this uh, on the back of the news. that They think they might induct the next Immortals and the Hall of Fame as well. Um, and then there's a poll being put up on the Daily Telegraph. Darren Lockyer is there. Ronnie Coote was there at 20%. Darren Lockyer, 16 Sterling, Kenny, Langer, Thurston, etc., etc. Can we just cl- clarify with everyone that Rugby League immortality is not a popularity contest it's actually based on the the players who were the best now i'm not discounting that ronnie coot is there but it's not a popularity contest so let's just be be clear about that we'd love to get your thoughts on that it always seems to get you know it's quiet in rugby league right it's really quiet so at this point you start doing the immortal debate comes up about this time every year alex johnson apparently will be the first target of the png Cummels. So he's obviously a Kummel, played for the Kummels. Uh, he's got the Prime Minister there, James Marape. He's involved with this. He wants the team in by 2025. The NRL's broadcasting deal runs out on 2027. So Alex Johnson, AJ, I had a look at the numbers. He's 29 next season. So if they get the team in in 2025, which they won't, but let's say they get it in 2027, which is the last year of the broadcast deal. Alex Johnson will be 32 years of age. Do you reckon whoever's coach of the PNG side, they should have a say? Do you think? I don't think that's unreasonable. Maybe they should be able to get a say about who their who their number one target is. He's actually up there promoting biscuits. He's now the face of Lay Biscuit Company up there in PNG. So well done in that, AJ. Uh, and he may well go very close to. Going past Ken Irvine next year. We'll have to wait and see how that plays out. Fletcher Baker has arrived at the Broncos. He's their only signing for season 2024. In the absence of Tommy Flegler and Keenan Palacia, he will be an important part of this pack for the Broncos. Was it a little swipe at the Roosters on the way out? I don't know. Let's hear from Fletcher Baker. 
Yeah, I played the cards right, didn't I? Um, yeah, Roosters at the start of this year, they were sort of in a rough spot, and then Robbo turned that ship around massively. And then you see these boys did the exact same. And then I think it was against Melbourne, Broncos against Melbourne in the finals. Like, wow, that's good footy, you know? Like, their completion and the way they can just play Adelaide football, yeah, it's impressive. So went from one good club to a better club, I reckon. So one good club to a better club. Do we read too much into that? A Roosters fan saying, oh... We don't like you anymore, Fletcher Baker. No, he's just talking some nice things about the people who are standing around him. Right? <laughs> They're all standing around him, all the Broncos officials and the media manager and all of that. And then he said, oh, you know, this is a better club. Like, we don't read too much into that. Well done, Nat Butcher. He signed a three-year extension at the Roosters. That'll keep him there for over a decade. Then he's got 126 games thus far. He's a very, very good player. And Kurt Capewell looks like he can make that move immediately to the Warriors for three years. He's 30 years of age. He's 31 halfway through next year. So Kurt Cape, obviously he knows Andrew Webster for his time at the Panthers, but that is a huge call there from the Warriors. Uh, congratulations to Kath King. She's an amazing person. Been at the Roosters for over 30 years. I know Kath very well. If you've got an issue, you want something done at the Roosters, you go to Kath King, right? She sorts it out. But they were all there yesterday. Uh, and it looks like that was for her 30-year anniversary. And it looks like uh, after being nominated by uh, Chairman Nick Polita, she will be the first female to be a life member of the Sydney Roosters. So no real shock around that for anyone who knows the contribution that Kath King has made to the Sydney Roosters. Congratulations to her on that one. Bad news for the Matildas, as we mentioned, for their upcoming game. Sam Kerr out. She's picked up some sort of injury. That was in Chelsea's win. Chelsea's just, they just win, don't they? They are a superstar side over there in that English Premier League, the Women's Premier League. So uh, she's going to miss out. Mackenzie Arnold out as well. Charlotte Grant and Holly McNamara. So they've all withdrawn from that side. And speaking of out, Sanitarium, the owners of Wheat Bits, they might have to push Josh Giddy out the door as well. We talked about this yesterday. Coach K, he's all nervy about this. He doesn't know what to do. He's a massive Josh Giddy fan. But here's some of the things. He's been removed from all of Wheatbix's social media uh, campaigns. Um, it's it's a really uh, – how do I describe it? It's a dangerous situation for any brand that's got to you – know, uh, we were talking about Josh Giddy. We talk about him. We we knew he was the brightest star in Australian sport. He was just going to be on the global stage, and he was going to be such a great ambassador. He, and he may well still be that. We don't know, but some very serious allegations against him. He was getting paid forty million over four years for Wheatbix. Like that's how popular he is slash was. And now we're just waiting on a response from Sanitarium on this one. So NBA, we're waiting on their response. OKC, we're waiting on their response. So we talked about that yesterday. We're waiting on responses. I think it's taking too long. We need to get to the bottom of this uh, a little bit quicker. Have your say on that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 The text line 0457 736 736. Now, just before we go to the break and we speak to Jaleesa Apps, apparently that Manly Seagulls docker launched last night. Anyone watch it? Put your hands up if you watch it. I know you, Andrew, from Manly Weather, was sending me, like, um, trailers about it. Like, mate, I'm not I'm not going to watch it. I didn't watch it. You know what I watched last night? The first two episodes of Untold Swamp Kings about the Florida Gators. That was fascinating. That was a really good story. So what we're going to do for you, dear listener, congratulations. You are now the executive producer, of, and you can commission whatever 
documentary you would like in the world of sports, okay? Anything that you would like investigated with original archival footage and, you know, correspondence from people who are involved in it, sit-down interviews, all of that. And remember, suspend belief for the time being uh, if you have to. Uh, if those persons have passed away, don't worry. We'll get them back. Just a one-off for the documentary. But uh, let us know. What what documentary are you going to commission? For me, we have archival footage. We have interviews. We have behind-the-scenes of the Bodyline series in Australia, 1932 33 and not a Gary Sweet in sight. All right. It, it's not going to be the miniseries. It'll be the documentary, Bodyline. Uh, the great Douglas Jardine. Oh, not so great. Depends which way you look at it. 1 300 01 1170. Get us on the text on 0457 736 736. Let's break and then we're back with Jaleesa Apps. <laughs> 